hello and welcome back to another episode of Being with me, your hostess, Ayabola Devra. We are on episode 24. If this is your very first time of tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your second, third, fourth, fifth, even your 24th time of tuning in, a very special hello to you too. What's popping? What's cracking? What it do? What it be? What's it been? And what is it going to be? Fill me in. Hit me up on all of my social medias. It's Ayabola Deborah on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Reach out to me and I will definitely reach back out to you. Um, before we kick off, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you to everybody who has reached out to me following the last two episodes. I guessed a lot of us were feeling uh, pretty similar. I don't know if it's something in the atmosphere, but we all, you know, kind of were feeling a certain type of way. And it was really great to um, hear from some of you um, just sharing your own experience, your own perspective, and some of the things that you yourselves are working on. Um, this is the bit that I really love about podcasting, being able to connect with people, um, being able to exchange and share stories with one another and share tips and just lift one another up in the light of goodness. Um, I love that stuff. Okay, so um, what I want to kind of share today um, I've been doing reflecting, as you know, I'm in a deep state of reflection. And um, I was having a conversation with my mom the other day. And I, we were talking about friendship. And I started sharing with her some of my reflections on a particular friendship of mine. Um, this was um, a very um, important friendship to me. Me and this person were incredibly close. And first of all, let me just say, I'm not going to bash this person. That's not my character. It's not my personality. I don't do things that way. Um, but I was just sharing with my mom, you know, some of my thoughts and my feelings, um, regarding that person and regarding that relationship and mostly really regarding the lessons that I learned from that relationship. And I was just saying how hindsight is really is 2020, 20, what, tw can I even speak? Hindsight really is 2020. Um, you see everything crystal clear. You see everything um, as clear as the light of day. And I just kind of want to talk about that, that relationship a little bit and just kind of explain how the place that I'm in now um, would not have been where I, I am. Does that make sense? <laughs> where I am now, I would not have been in had that relationship not broken down yeah that that makes much better sense um and like I said this is not to bash that person because that person is an incredible human being and is amazing um and anyone would be blessed to have that person in their life um but I when I was sharing with my mom I said you know I said exactly what I just said that that person's amazing and all of this stuff however I recognize that that relationship needed to end the way it did in order for me to be able to move on and become all and who that I am. So I'll give you a bit of context. Like I said, me and this person were incredibly close and, you know, we've been very close for a long, long time, a number of years. And it was always 
you know, well, then people used to call me Debbie. So it was always Debbie and this person, Debbie and that person, or that person and Debbie. I'm very, being very particular about saying that person's name. Um, and, um, you know, we grew up together. And so this, or that was our lives. We were very much involved in each other's lives. And from my perspective, at least, we were very much in support of one another and in support of one another's dreams and goals. Um, there were often times that we would pray together into the middle of the night and, you know, there'll be times where we'd cry on the phone together or, you know, in person sharing, you know, deep, deep things, the kind of things that you would share with somebody that you are that close to. Um, but I mean, in hindsight, I can see it now. And I think I knew it at the time. I just didn't know how to, um, articulate it or to sort of put my finger on it. I think that as we grew older, and as we became more independent, we started to grow apart. And rather than allow that distance to grow naturally, rather than allow that space to just be, we try to force things by trying to maintain the level of relationship that we had always had. But what was happening was, and I'm speaking for me, what was happening on my part was that I was um, beginning to suppress a lot of things. I think it's natural and I think we can all agree that it's natural that, you know, in relationships, people will do things that piss you off. People will do things that upset you or that hurt your feelings. Um, but one of the things that I was not able to do um, very well at that time was to communicate my thoughts and feelings. And so things would happen, things would be said, I would feel a certain type of way about a particular situation or about a particular comment or, you know, something. And rather than address the issue and say, hey, look, the way that you did that or when you did that, it made me feel like this, thereby giving that person an opportunity to either apologize, to rectify the situation or just for the sake of, you know, um, getting it off of my chest, I would keep quiet and I wouldn't say anything. And my defense for doing that would always be for the sake of peace, because I might be an opinionated person, but I hate confrontation. If a lot of people know that I say this all the time, if you're the type of person that's confrontational and you want to have an argument, I'm not the one. Okay. I'm not the one. I don't argue with people. We can have a discussion a level-headed discussion. We can even have a, a very healthy debate. But where we are going to go back and forth, screaming at each other, maybe not even listening to each other's perspective or points of view, um, I'm out the door. It's just not going to work for me. And so um, because of that, I guess, I stayed away from addressing certain things. And so I was carrying around this hurt. I was carrying around this upset. And at one point I was like, do you know what? I'm going to have this conversation. I'm going to say, can we, can we have a chat? Can I just, I just need to, you know, get some things off of my chest. I just want to share some things with you. Um, X, Y, Z is how I've been feeling. But then I never got the opportunity to do that. I never got the opportunity to do that because an incident happened, which in my view and in the view of the third party that was involved in this was not really that big of a deal. But clearly there was something there that I wasn't aware of. And can I just say that I'm not 
um, here to say that I'm perfect. I say this all the time. I am not perfect by any means or by any stretch of imagination. I am flawed just like the rest of us. And I imagine that there may have been some things that I did, some things that I said as well, maybe not intentionally, but things that ultimately hurt that person as well. And so I put up my hands and accept full responsibility for that. Um, so I... Um, don't feel as though the incident that happened was anything worth this many years of friendship being thrown down the drain. Um, but it was enough for her to feel as though um, that was the end of the relationship. There was no communication after that. And despite how, um, how much I tried to try and fix things, extend an olive branch, that wasn't, you know, received well. And that's okay. Um, it's okay. That's that's that person's prerogative. And I think at the time that was extremely and incredibly painful for me because, like I said, this was a relationship that was years in, right? And I'm not talking three, four, five years. I'm talking years and years. I'm talking a couple of decades, really. Um, and so it was painful for me to see that relationship not just unravel but to be severed so brutally and so coldly um and for me it took a while to kind of you know process that loss um because like I said so much of who we were was involved in 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 each other or with each other but now a few years on um having not had um any contact with this person, um, having no relationship with that person, not seeing that person, um, just being completely separate from one another. Um, I have come to appreciate that separation. And like I said, it's not because that person is horrible, that they're evil, nothing like that. But I realized that that relationship had to end in order for me to become the person that I am today in order for me to become the person that you are listening to. This podcast would not have been born if I had not gone through that situation. Um, I would not have solo traveled um, if it had not been for that situation. I would not have been confident enough to just, to just blossom and become, you know, the me that I'm growing to love every single day if it had not been for that situation. Um, the way things ended, it led to a lot of questions. And I think we can all sort of connect with that in some way. When something happens suddenly and we don't have... Sorry, I keep I keep hitting this mic stand, but it's... Anyway, don't worry. Um, when something happens suddenly and we don't have an explanation for it, we don't understand why things happen, naturally there will be questions that pop up. Questions about whether or not there is something that we did wrong whether or not we are good enough, whether there's something wrong with us, whether there is something so inherently wrong with us that um, a relationship could end the way it has ended, whether it's slowly unraveled, whether it unraveled really quickly or whether it was just severed, like it was just immediately cut off. We will have questions. And I had a lot of questions, but I think the questions that I had were really important for me to start really self-evaluating it was almost as though my crutch had been taken away from me and now I had to stand on my own two feet I had to find a way to forge 
an identity for myself. I had to find a way to be comfortable in my own skin as Deborah on my own and not as part of a pair and not as part of a duo. And there, while there's nothing wrong with that, I just think that it was important for me to learn that lesson so that I could become and be Deborah. Why am I saying all of this? I'm saying this because I feel as though sometimes we go through things and there doesn't seem to be any rational reasoning behind it. There is no rationale for why we had to go through that amount of pain and that amount of struggle, why we had to labor so much in order to um, get a specific result. And in the middle of that, it can be very, very difficult to see what life will be like um, after the fact. Um, for me, because of the, 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 the depth of the friendship, there were so many ties to that friendship right? There were so many links, so many relationships that were connected to that relationship. Um, and the loss of this relationship, this intimate relationship meant that it had a knock-on effect on those other relationships as well. I mean, there are other factors. I'm not going to blame that solely on the, the, the demise of this relationship. Um, there are other factors such as, you know, distance, um, no longer having a mutual, um, you know, meeting place like church, for example. Um, and those, you know, those opportunities to see those other people um, gr drastically reduced. And so that meant that, you know, the level of relationship naturally gradually reduced as well. And I started to find that while, you know, I had all of these relationships with people, a lot of these relationships were based on proximity. A lot of these relationships were based on association. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it was just a realization for me. And it actually gave me an, an opportunity to start reassessing the people that I consider my friends. You know, um, on, on the episode that I did with um, my friend Tiwa, we talked about friendship and I talked about situational of relationships whereby you develop relationships with people just because you are in a specific situation or you are in a specific location so for example in school you make friends with people because you are in school together um, when you leave school you might find that those relationships don't last those relationships don't survive because that commonality that you had which was at the time that location, um, the fact that you were the same stage in your life with regards to your education, um, you may have been studying similar things, your, um, your timetable at school may have been similar as well. All of those things have been taken away and what you're left is with two individuals who really don't have that much in common. And there is nothing wrong with that. I think those relationships are actually essential and they form the foundational um, parts of who we are because we take something um, and we take away something from everybody with whom we come into contact with. But I say all of that to say that when this relationship sort of, you know, died, which is essentially what happened, I realized that a lot of the... Rel Can I even talk, guys? It's hot out here, you know. It is hot in London. London is is on fire right now and I'm dehydrated um I've had to close the windows because there's a lot of noise outside and I just want to record this thing um but yeah I realized that a lot of the relationships that I had were based on my proximity were based on situation and were based on my connection to this person and now that person was no longer in my life I 
now had the opportunity to reevaluate and reassess. And at the time, I didn't realize that that was what was happening. I didn't realize that I was being given a unique opportunity to discover who I am, who I'm meant to be, where I'm going, what I want to do. I didn't realize at the time that this dependency that I had on this other person, this dependency on that relationship and the the perks and the benefits of that relationship was stopping me from doing things for myself. And I think if that person is honest with themselves as well, they may say exactly the same thing. Um, I traveled for the first time on my own after this relationship went tits up. Um, I think it was um, for my birthday in 2018. I traveled um, to Malta by myself and it was really great. I mean, I'm not much of an explorer per se um, and I only managed to enjoy two days of heat and sunshine. Um, one of the days I was, I went on a trip to one of the um, sister islands in Malta and ended up getting caught up in a in a rainstorm which is a story for another day but my point is that I traveled by myself um and I would never have done that um had that relationship not broken down because when an opportunity to travel would have come up that person would have been the first person I would have said to hey let's go together there was this codependency that I didn't realize existed until after the relationship broke down and I didn't want the relationship to break down. Like I said, I've made several attempts to try and at least, the very least, have a conversation. Um, and that didn't happen. But I think now, in the year 2020, in hindsight, with 2020 hindsight, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that things didn't work out the way that they, I wanted them to. I'm grateful that things didn't... Um, unravel slowly because it would have left too many doors open it would have um given too much room um and opportunity for us to kind of hang on to what what was rather than focusing on what is and the relationship would have been hanging by a thread it would have been a very precarious relationship um i'm glad that the relationship was severed painful though it was difficult though it was, angry though I was, upset, hurt, offended, disrespected though I was, I'm glad that it ended that way. And I'm saying this now, and some of you might be wondering, rah, that person must be a bad person. You must never want to talk to that person again. You must never, you must not wish that person anything. On the contrary, and I can say that hand on heart, hand on heart, I wish that person, nothing but God's absolute best for her life. I really, really mean that with all my soul. Um, I, I, I think I might have talked about um jealousy before. Actually, definitely, I've talked about, I've spoken about jealousy before on the podcast, and I shared how, um, you know, I reached a point where I realized that um I was over the jealousy when I was able to pray for whoever it was that I was jealous of from the bottom of my heart, pray for them as though I was praying for myself, right? And I think forgiveness happens in the same way. For me, forgiveness does not mean reconciliation. Forgiveness does not mean um, the uh, resumption of relationship. It absolutely does not, right? But what it does mean is that I don't owe you anything 
and you don't owe me anything anymore. I'm not expecting anything of you. I don't demand anything of you. Um, I let you go. I kick you out of my mind so that you don't live in my mind constantly rent free. I peel the elephant off of my chest because that's what unforgiveness feels like. It feels like a big fat elephant sitting on your chest. But when I say I forgive you, when I say I let you go, when I release you into the atmosphere, when I release you into God's hands, when I pray God's absolute best for your life, I kick that elephant off of my chest and I'm able to breathe again. I am able to breathe again. And does that mean that um, I'm open to relationship in the future? Yes. Not yes, because I'm desperate to be that person's friend again. I'm not gagging for it or dying for it. Um, Those of you who know will know where that reference comes from. Um, But I'm open to it because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. You never know what's going to happen. You can never say never. Five years ago, if someone would have told me that me and this person would no longer be friends, um, I would have told them no. I would have said never, not in a million years. And yet five years later, here we are. And I haven't spoken to this person in almost three years. It is what it is. That is just how life works. That is how life works. And we have to be okay with that. So what's the point of this episode today? What am I trying to say? Well, first of all, um, I want to make it clear that sometimes we go through things and it's difficult and shit gets tough and we want to throw in the towel. We're in pain. We're bleeding because we're hurt and we've been wounded and we can't see the point in all of it. Just keep going keep going, keep pressing through, open your eyes and ears to find the lesson in the pain, to find the purpose in the storm, to find the reason why. Open your eyes and ears to learn the lesson. Number two, you may not see it then, but in the future, that thing that you're going through, whether you planned it or not, whether you had a hand in it or not, will be for your good. The thing that you're experiencing, the loss that you're experiencing, the wound that has been inflicted on you um, will be for your good in the future. And that can be really difficult to swallow when you think about it. If you think about loss, if you think about grief, if you think about agony, if you think about pain in, in, in all that pain may represent and feel like and look like. Think about the fact that it's difficult to even consider the possibility that pain is necessary, but pain is essential for growth. There is no growth without pain. It has to happen. It is part and parcel of the journey and you cannot circumvent that process. Try as you might, you can't because you're not controlling, you're not in control of of anything really you have no control over anything you can only just about control each moment the moment that you have right now you can just about control moment by moment but the truth of the matter is really we have no control but if we press on number one if we open our eyes and ears to find the lesson in the journey find the lesson in the pain number three we'll get to the point where we will see that it had to happen 
that way in order for us to become who we are meant to be and who we are meant to become. Um, I didn't write any of this down. <laughs> so um, this is literally coming from my heart. Um, I'm just sharing with you what I've been thinking about over the last week and just thinking about the benefits of, of hindsight, um, how it's a beautiful thing, how it can be a frustrating thing and how it can be a difficult thing, how um, you wish you had known at the time when you were mourning, when you were mourning the loss of a relationship and you were mourning the loss of an opportunity, um, of a, a, a moment of progression and promo promotion, when you were mourning the loss of a loved one, you wish and we wish we were able to see the good in it. But um, sometimes we just have to wait for a hindsight to shine a bright light for us so we can see into those dark spots and those dark areas and truly appreciate all that the light brings us. And in closing, I have a very short meal juice snack and a word because my laptop is blinking at me that she's gonna die in like 0.2 seconds so it's a quote um by kate Ak atkinson and it says hindsight's a wonderful thing if we all had it there would be no history to write about and i don't know about you but i love a bit of history um so yeah that's it um thank you very much for listening Please share this uh, with friends, with family. Um, make sure that you're subscribed on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Those are probably the most two popular platforms with Spotify leading the race by a clear mile. Um, please also leave a rating, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're enjoying. And if you're not following me on social media, you should be. Uh, reach out to me on all of my social media platforms. It's Ayabola Deborah on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you reach out to me, like I said, I will reach back out to you. Until next time, later.